1: Soon, you're not gonna care about the car you drive, the house that you live in, the achievements that you once took such pride in. It's all gonna be just as meaningless as that little league certificate or, or the dance trophy from when you were six, the spelling bee award from third grade, the artwork from when you were in kindergarten. When you finish this short race and face your maker, the only thing that's really gonna matter is whether or not you sincerely loved him.
0: Do you sincerely love the Lord? And are you living like it? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us that the things we acquire on this earth will be meaningless to us when we finish the race. The only thing that will really matter in the end is if we loved God sincerely and shared his love with others. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, turn to chapter 5 of 1 Peter, and let's join Pastor Robert with part 5 of his message. His love is
1: what if God were right now doing an evaluation of your life? You know, I... I went yesterday, I had a physical, you know, annual physical with the family doctor. Love this lady. She's awesome. She comes in, sits down, says, so, how you doing? How's everything? And then she's, you know, looking at the, at the chart. And I'm telling her about the vacation. And, and she says, so um, looks like you've added about 10 pounds since you were here last year. How's the physical activity going? And I laughed. I said, it's called eating in my world. That's the physical activity that I engage in most of the time, eating. It's just, yeah, I can, I can tell, but maybe we could work on that a little bit because it's not, you know. I said, yeah, I know. What about the dental, you know, I mean, even, even literally? You know, it's just my family doctor asking me about my teeth. Never had that happen before, right? Well, kind of overdue for a checkup. But you're going you're gonna to schedule one. Yeah, I'm going ske- to Yeah, okay, I'm going to schedule a dentist appointment. And we start talking, and she's, listen to me, she's doing an evaluation of my physical health because she takes very seriously her responsibility as a steward over my physical well-being. That's one of the reasons that I love her. You understand what I'm saying? I love this doctor because she really wants me healthy. She's not just in it for the money. I've worked with a lot of doctors over the years when I was in the medical equipment business who were just in it for the money. All they were interested in was, what does the insurance allow? When can we get them back in here for a follow-up? Not because they may need a follow up, but because insurance will pay for three this year. This lady, she's the kind of doctor that we all want. She cares about her patients. You see what I mean? She was cracking the whip a little bit, Robert. You got to get a little more active. You're gaining weight. This is not. It's not good. You know. You got to come back in here next week so we can do your blood work because I need to check your cholesterol, buddy. You know. You're. You know what I'm saying? She's. But. But why is she doing this? She's doing it for my physical, for my benefit, for my benefit. Now, what if God were doing that concerning your spiritual health? What if God were doing an evaluation of your life? What do you think he would point out to you? And are you willing to just be open and honest about that? You know, are you willing to be known for that? I I had a conversation with... uh, that was Friday, the doctor's appointment. I said yesterday, it was Friday. Yesterday, I, I, I met with one of the brothers here in the church that he's a bit of an expert in commercial real estate and stuff like that, but we were just hanging out. We spent a couple hours together, and we were talking and talking about investment and, and different things, and, and he said, you know, I, I, I invest in real estate because I know real estate, and it just triggered something. You know, it's like, what do I know? And the Lord kind of spoke to my heart this morning, you know, as I was in prayer. I know ministry. I don't know real estate, really. I've not really been involved in real estate down here in the last 30 years. Certainly don't know medicine, right? I'm not, you don't want me as a medical, you know, giving you medical advice. Stocks and bonds, no, don't, please don't come to me with advice about my track record with investments in stocks is terrible. I'm not a Bible scholar, but I know the Bible. I have a pretty solid working knowledge of the Bible. If I do an assessment of myself, and I'm willing to be completely honest with everyone about what I see, that's humility. If I'm not puffing myself up or putting myself down, but I'm willing to, to just say, yeah, I'm I know ministry. I know the Bible. I, I, you know, I, I've, I've, I've got a little bit of life behind me. I've been applying the scriptures to the best of my ability in my own life now, you know, for the last 30-something years. So, you know, I, I think I give decent biblical counsel. It's not pride. It's, it's humility to say those kinds of things. If I were an, an expert, if I were a, a renowned concert pianist and, and my attitude about it was, yeah, I play the piano a little bit. No, that's... That, that's not humility. That's actually probably pride. Be willing to be known for who you really are. Clothe yourself, he says, in humility. Be a learner. My dad always told me when I was a little boy, you can learn something from anybody if you'll just listen. I had a tendency to talk too much, you know. Listen, son. Listen. That's how you learn. Listen. I had to do that with my son, David. You only learn by listening. You don't learn by talking. You learn by listening. My wife may be the best example of humility I've ever seen in another person. She's brilliant. And it's funny because, you know, that's not how she strikes people when they first meet her. Because she's just fun. She doesn't come across like this brilliant intellect. But she graduated as the top student in her country that year. Her closest friends are among the elite of Denmark. Today, She wrote a deep and thoughtful commentary on one of the most difficult books in the Bible. And she did it in four days in her second language. She's brilliant, but she's a listener. She loves people. Any of you who have been around her a little bit and got to know her a little bit, you know that about her. She, she genuinely loves people. She wants to know what interests them, what they care about, why they care about it. She's, you know, she drives me crazy sometimes because I can't take her for a romantic dinner in a restaurant. When we first go in, I have to to tell them, the the hostess, the maitre d', whatever, I want the one in the far corner in the back with nobody close to us. We sit down in in, in this beautiful restaurant in Copenhagen. We're sitting, you know, I go to the bathroom, come back, she knows a life story of the two ladies sitting next to us. <laughs> and I'm sitting there listening, you know, to them have a conversation. It's like I came here to have lunch with you. not. I'm sure they're nice people, but she's a great example to me of humility and of Christ-like leadership because she just is who she is. Listen, do you understand that soon you're not going to care about the car you drive, the house that you live in, the achievements that you want took such pride in it's all going to be just as meaningless as that little league certificate or or the dance trophy from when you were six the spelling bee award from third grade the artwork from when you were in kindergarten when you finish this short race and face your maker the only thing that's really going to matter is whether or not you sincerely loved him when it's all done you're it's all over and you stand there with him that's all you're going to care about Have you loved him? Have you loved those whom he loves? See, if you love God, his love begins pouring through you. And your soul will be saturated as you keep giving away what you keep receiving from him. That living water moving through you rather than stale self-interest. Now, maybe you've never experienced that. Maybe you're just now realizing that you need God. You're, You're thirsty for him. He's calling to you today, because today is the day of your salvation. But maybe you do know God, maybe, maybe you're a Christian and you realize that your life has become stale, stagnant, dry. You want to live in that flow of life from him through you to other people. You want that. You're tired of a small existence with no sense of destiny, no sense of significance from day to day. Well, He's here right now. Just clothe yourself in humility for a moment and acknowledge to him that you're thirsty and he will satisfy you. John chapter seven, verse 37, he says to us, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. He wants that for you. He wants that to be true in your life, that out of your heart, rivers of living water flowing out, impacting other people, touching other people.
0: We're so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, mainthingradio.com. There you'll find an archive of previous broadcasts as well as a link to our Facebook page. Like our page to keep up to date on everything happening at Main Thing Radio and add some encouragement to your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We're so blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts, but just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift For any donation of $20 or more, we'll send you a copy of Philip Yancey's book, What's So Amazing About Grace? This book takes a deep look at what grace means at a practical level, in the midst of the trials and triumphs faced by everyday people. Yancey explores tragic historical events and discusses how we can find and show grace. If you feel led to contribute or would like more information, please visit mainthingradio.com and click on donate at the top of the page from all of us at main thing radio we want to thank you for joining us for today's message be sure to tune in again right here on main thing radio